Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. It is January 2024. Did you do 2024 push-ups for you New know, Year's Eve? Push-ups are not my spiritual gift. No. Yeah. Right. I couldn't do... I know one man that might possibly be able to do 2024. He was with us last week. Justin. Justin can do 2024? Yeah. Anyway. I believe it. Possibly. I, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. In 24 hours, maybe. <laughs> no, but hey, we're so glad that you're here. My name is Travis Albanicious, and I'm here with our very special guest. I don't even want to call you a guest, man. You are here to own this thing. Let's go. Uh, over the month of January, and his name is the one, the only Ryan Zook. So, Ryan, it's good to have you here, man. Yeah, man. It's great to be here. Yeah. And uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into today's topic, uh, just so we get to know you a little bit. Are you married? I am. I am married for uh, nine and a half years. Oh. I've got four kids. Four kids. Uh, my uh, three boys and a girl. My youngest one's a girl. So it's amazing. Uh, she's like just over a year old. So yeah, yeah. The youngest. She has three like yeah, I big she, brothers. She's gonna be fine. I think. Yeah, she'll, she'll either be, be fine or terrible. <laughs> well protected. <laughs> and uh, what do you like to do? Uh, let's just say like a hobby. When you're not oh, man. when you're not with the kids or you know with the missus. I like to tell people that I love to go hunting and I'm willing hunt. to go fishing until it's time to go hunting again. I got you. Yeah, so that's good. So hunting yeah. is the number one thing. That's where it's at, man. Like hunting for what? Mostly deer, deer hunting. Mostly deer, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're an archery hunter too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan actually killed his first, bu well, his buck this year yeah. on the very first, first day, day of archery season, which sounds more exciting than it was. I yeah. came out of the woods and it was literally, literally <laughs> came out of the woods. It was standing next to my truck, so I shot it. That's the way to do it. Man. I, that, that's straight up. Yeah, that's how see, it went. I never had that opportunity this year, so uh, it didn't happen. Now here's one question: yeah. If you could hunt. Uh, or go on one hunting trip anywhere in the world. Oh, man, dude. You're like, your choice. Where would you go? What would you hunt for? I've always loved the idea of going after elk. Never done it. Yeah. I've always, I've, I've never seen a moose in real life. I'd love to hunt moose because they're like enormous, yeah. right? They're like huge. They are. Yeah. yeah. And moose are, I think they're easier to hunt than, than yeah. elk would be. But All right. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'd, I'd love either one. I've seen some hunting videos. But I also don't mind just Jim like, Shockey. yeah, man, if I can go hunting, I don't care where it is. Yeah. Lancaster County, Lancaster Pennsylvania. Lancaster County, man. Let's do it. Right out the back door. Yeah. No, that's great, man. Yeah. Well, it's good to get to know you. We're obviously going to get to know each other over the next couple of weeks. So we're excited about it. But it is 2024. This is the Men of Iron podcast. And our mission, which you know, is to change a culture one man at a time. And this month, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about something called the five F's. You're familiar with the five F's, yeah. right? But somebody listening might not be. Say, what in the world are the five F's? And here at Men of Iron, we basically use the five F's. We believe that they just help us pursue accountability, balance, and spiritual growth. And the five F's encompass almost every area of a man's life, but they are faith, family, friends, you know, the last two. Fitness and finances. Fitness and finances. And uh, man, if we can pursue balance in those areas, pursue growth in those five areas, we can thrive, right? Yeah. But it's not easy. No, it's definitely not. Yeah, it's not easy. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about yeah. this over the next couple of weeks here is uh, what does it mean or to fail in our five Fs? How exciting is that going to be? It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> failing in our five Fs. Woo. And how do we move from failing to thriving. Mm. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, so to kick us off, let's uh, let's start with the first step. We're going to talk about faith. And um, Ryan, I'm you know I'm just going to ask you. Tell us about your faith journey. Uh, 
Yeah. And, uh, and how did you, how did you even come to know the Lord or, or, or you know, how did that even yeah. happen? Talk to us about yeah. that. So I grew up, um, right outside of Belleville, Pennsylvania. So you either know it or you don't. Yeah, it's a, it's a don't small place. It's a very Mennonite place. I like to tell people that the only people in Belleville that aren't Mennonites are Lutherans that wanted to fight in World War II. That's it. Fun. So like <laughs> the, the Christianity was kind of baked in. Like if you wanted to be anything or anybody, faith was a part of life. Now I know like that doesn't mean that it's authentic faith. That just means that like you're doing what you can to get through yeah. and you can, you know, you go to church on Sunday, check the box. That's not faith, really. Right. Um, so I grew up, you know, in that community. Faith has been a big part of my family, big part of my life. Um, but I didn't really take it seriously until I was like, probably like a senior in high school, junior, senior year, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, to where I was like, man, I really want to make this a part of who I am and not just like something my parents believe or something that my community believes. Like I really want to dig into faith and make sure it's a big part of who I am. Yeah. Um, probably a huge part of that. And I think this is probably similar for lots of people. You have like a faith crisis almost, you go yeah. through something that's really difficult and it causes you to really look at uh, who you are and why you believe what you believe. And so what happened to me is when I was like a junior in high school, it was between junior, junior and senior year, uh, two really close friends of mine were killed in a car accident, just like out of nowhere. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of stuff that went into it. Um, I had, I had been really close with them. I'd actually like, I'd actually like lied to them about hanging out with them the weekend that they like, they, they died. Wow. And so it gave me like a lot of baggage. Cause I was like, man, I should have been with them. Like, I can't believe like they thought I was going to be with them and I wasn't. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of heavy stuff baked into that. Yeah. And for probably like a year or two, um, I was just like, you know what, like, I'm not going to tell anybody about like the weight of this. I'm not going to tell anybody about what happened. I'm not going to tell, talk about how this was hurtful or painful. Yeah. Um, and it caused me, I think to just really resent God. And I went from like resenting God to just being like, this is not even real, but uh, talk to you about like where I grew up. Like faith is such a huge part of where I grew up. I just kept doing the thing. Right. So like I was a worship leader in my church. Wow. Like I'd be upfront playing how great is our God, yeah. knowing that I don't even believe in God. Like right. this is dumb. In a lot of ways, failing in your faith. <laughs> yeah. You could say that that was a fail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could. That might have been a fail. Yeah, leading from the front, but also going through a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. And people had no idea. Right. Um, and I think that's probably more common than you think. And yeah. it, I, I know not everybody's story is like my story, right? Everybody struggles with different things. But a lot of times you do that struggle quietly and you don't share it. So I think especially as men, you don't share it. Yeah. And so what happened to me, um, I went from um, just being frustrated with God to really not believing in God to being like pretty antagonistic about God. So with me, it was my senior year. Um, I had been expected to have a lot of influence in my church because I was uh, leading worship. I was really uh, present in the youth group and stuff. Uh, I just decided to like start tearing it all down. So I would like have conversations with other people that I knew other people my age be like, I don't, this isn't real. Like this is nonsense. What's going on. Yeah. And I started to have a lot of impact. Yeah. People started to listen to me and my youth pastor took me out for dinner one night and we were at this pizza place and he's like, he's like, you know, man, uh, something's wrong with you. He actually swore at me. He's like, I don't know why you're being such an ass. Your youth pastor <laughs> yeah. said that where well, that's in the Bible. So that, yeah. that is a word. In the yeah. Bible. So it's that's like what he that. said. And it, it like really struck me. And what, what really was weird to me, um, I had carried all this baggage and all this weight and I never intended to give it to anybody. And like, I felt my life just like crack open. And I think it was the Holy spirit. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have language for that. I didn't know really how that worked, but I think the Holy spirit was actually like, Ryan, that's enough. Like we're not doing this anymore. So I started bawling my eyes out in this pizza joint with my youth pastor wow. and he's like, uh, maybe we should 
go somewhere else. Like this is getting embarrassing. Yeah. So we talked for a long time. I talked to him about uh, where I'd been, like what was going on in my heart, what was going on in my mind, my soul. And uh, he actually said, Hey, you know what? Uh, you're coming back to church next Wednesday night. And actually you're going to be the speaker and you're going to apologize for the way you've been living. Wow. And you're going to own uh, basically like you're going to repent from what you've been doing for the last year. Um, which a lot of times when I tell people that story, they're like, that does not seem like a great idea for a youth pastor to do. It was fantastic for me yeah. um, because I could own what I've been going through. Um, I could be honest. I could seek forgiveness. And it, it really helped me cement faith in my life. So shortly after that, kind of working through those things, I kind of went on this journey of trying to get some closure um, to a lot of that tr tragedy that had happened yeah. um, and also try to figure out what to do with life. Like I'm graduating high school. I got to figure out what I'm doing next. And I remember I went to visit uh, one of the girl's parents and they were just like going through some of her stuff. And she had this baptism certificate that her verse that she had chosen was Matthew 28, 19 and 20, uh, go forth and baptize people in the name of the father, son, and the Holy spirit, teach yeah. them to obey all that I have commanded you. It's Jesus speaking. Yeah. And I remember reading the verse thinking like, that's what I want to do. Like, I want my life to be that. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm not really interested in doing anything but that. And that's not like I didn't plan that and come up with that like God did that. Um, and the Holy Spirit led me through that and repentance helped me do that. And so I was failing in my faith. And I think God like was like, that's enough. Like, I'm pulling you out of there. Yeah, it's so powerful. But, you know, oh. there's some interesting things there. Oh, yeah. Like in the, in, in the fact that you were failing in your faith, but for some reason you kept showing up to church. Right. You're yeah. like putting yourself around other believers. Yeah. You know, in this community, um, you, there was somebody who knew your name. Oh, yeah. Right. Who cared, yeah. who cared about you. Yeah. Uh, being your youth pastor. Yeah. You know, so uh, you put yourself around somebody else who was thriving in their faith mm -hmm. in yeah. a lot of ways, yeah. you know, and uh, and he he was able to confront you the way that he did. Yeah, he was super upfront and just basically like, hey, I can see your life is off and yeah. that needs to change. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah. Yeah. And then God orchestrating, you know, with you going over to this girl's house that passed away yeah. and finding what you found. Yeah. And I, 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 would, I would guess that in the midst of that, you were growing in your faith. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, probably another part of growing in my faith. Um, it wasn't too long after that. I, I talked to my church about, hey, I want to pursue ministry somehow. Yeah. And they were like, hey, you don't you don't know enough to pursue ministry, which was super offensive. Like, yeah. how dare you? I just want to love Jesus and lead people to Jesus. Yeah. And they were like, hey, if you want to pursue ministry, like you need to go to college. And I know that's not, the, that's not true for everybody. Not everybody has to go to college. Yeah. Um, but I, I like to tell people that's just like what people like me do. So then now I'm in debt and I want to serve Jesus. Right. There's, there's better ways to typical. do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, I ended up down at Lancaster Bible College and started studying. And I would say like the second part of my faith journey that's been really important is just studying who God is, getting to know who he is and what he wants yeah. so that I can actually obey him. And like, that's the second part of that, that Matthew 28 verse right. is obey all that Jesus has commanded. Well, I can't do that if I don't know what, what he's commanded. Yeah. So I, well, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say it's powerful too. Like, you know, that's known as the great commission, yeah. which we all know. Um, but it, it's one of the last things that Jesus yeah. said to his followers, right. Is, is go forth, uh, make disciples, teach them. Uh -huh. to obey all the commands, but in order to obey them, you have to know what they are, Yeah, you know, and yeah. align yourself with them. So like, tell us about that. 
just like how did you get yourself to a point where you were motivated like okay we all hear it all the time all right yeah i know my, my pastor tells me or my people tell me i need to yeah. be reading god's word but you know what man it's confusing it's boring <laughs> and i just don't like it man like how do you bring yourself out of that you know, and do I have to read my Bible? Like, can I just yeah. serve in the church or can I just go to church and, and experience God through worship music? Yeah. Like, like talk to us about if I'm stuck in my faith, how do I bring myself? Man, up out of that? I think I, me, this is me talking about my life. It may not be for you. It may not be, but I know what I've found is reading the Bible daily um, has really helped me a lot. And I, like, I can't imagine my life without it. Um, what I've noticed recently is that lots of people will say, well, Jesus always said blank or the Bible clearly teaches blank. And a lot of times they're not telling the truth. Yeah. And the only way you can know <laughs> yeah. if that's true is by reading the Bible every day yeah. even and knowing your, God's word. Even your pastor. Oh yeah, could, for sure. Could for know, sure. say I, something that Pastors, people on TikTok, <laughs> we take in a lot of media and we just assume that things are true. Right. Well, the only way to know things are true is God's word. Yeah. And he gave it to us. Like, how amazing is that that we have it? And what I found, honestly, is when you're disciplined and you do it, it's actually not hard to read. It's not too hard to understand. Yeah. Um, and it's it's easy to get resources to, to help you with things that are hard to understand. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times I think those things are just hurdles that they're, they're not real. Right. Like if, when you decide to do something, it's like anything else. Like we'll, we'll talk about fitness in a couple of weeks. Um, you're not going to get fit by just thinking about it. Um, you're not going to be spiritually healthy by just thinking about it. Yeah. You have to actually do it. You have to set some goals and stick to those goals and, and the Holy Spirit leads us through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just putting yourself in the environment either. It's, you yeah. know, it's, it's engaging yeah. with the weight. You know, if you step into the weight room, it's great, but you got to pick up a weight and lift it. Yeah. You know, um, I just heard somebody, I was talking to somebody yesterday, a good friend of mine, and we were just talking about how. You know, so often we're, we're convicted on a Sunday morning because we hear a, a, yeah. a, our pastor bring a message and it's powerful. Yeah. Right. But then it doesn't take long. 24 hours. We forget we, we, we lost our conviction and, and yeah. we we're just in a conversation about why read the Bible. Well, because you can be like, you know, convicted, encouraged, challenged on a daily basis. Yep when you're spending 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is that you would spend time in the word and learning about Jesus. So I think it's that, it's that crucial part of, we can't obey the commandments that Jesus taught if we're not aware and familiar with the commandments that Jesus taught. Yeah. And so the, how do we find that out? We, we read about it Yeah. and like God in his sovereignty has made sure that we have what we need yeah. to do what he says. Um, we just don't want to avoid it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and I, I just, as we start to wrap up, yeah. right, this yeah. idea of like, you know, why is it important? Well, in a lot of ways, because we're lead, we are leading. Oh yeah, for sure. In whatever capacity we're in. Right. Yeah. And faith is the foundation. Yeah. And there's there, you know, we're going to talk about the other five, the other four F's here over the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, you can get a lot of information about how to lead your family well yeah. from culture. Yeah. Right. And what is true and what's not. <laughs> it might not be good advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but hey, you don't know. It, it's that person seemed credible. Yeah. Right. And, uh, it, you know, but everything that we hear. Yeah. Right. Faith is the foundation and us going to the source of all truth, which is God's word, which is other spiritual leaders. Um, and that's what I was just going to say as, as we, uh, like wrap up yeah. this idea of, um, 
you know, if I want to, if I want to grow my faith, if I want to read my Bible more, is there like, what are some practical ways that I could do that or some resources or something that somebody listening to this call right after this could figure out, Hey, I want to do this. What do I do? What would be my next steps? Uh, I think one of the best things you could do, and this is more general than specific is do it with somebody else. Yeah. So like one of the things that uh, my wife and I talked about specifically this past year, so 2023, um, we were like, man, it's always embarrassing how we're always like, we should read the Bible more. So we're like, Oh, you know what we should do? Like we should read the Bible together every day yeah. and hold ourselves accountable to that. So good. So we do that. We actually like record it so we can listen back to it and like learn from it as we go. And it, keeps us accountable and it keeps us moving forward. And it feels good. Like to my wife, um, this past year was the first year she read through the whole Bible. And like, I know for her, she's like, man, it's cool that I don't have to be embarrassed about that anymore. Like I've read it yeah. and like reading it with her, uh, has been cool. Cause she'll read something. She'll be like, what? Like yeah. that's in the Bible. Are you kidding me? And then right. we like wrestle through the questions and figure out uh, what it's teaching us. So it's, it's just been super valuable. So I would say, um, if you're married, try to do it with your spouse. Um, if you have a good, a good friend, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. If you have yeah. a good friend, like get with them, do it together. Like whatever you got to do to bring accountability, uh, that always helps you be more successful. Yeah. And then there's tons of like, there's podcasts out there. There's like daily Bible podcasts you can find. Um, there's, there's any number of resources, devotionals we can point you to, yeah. uh, reach out to us. If you, if you, uh, want some specific resources, reach out to us and we'll let you know. Yeah. And find somebody who's doing it well, even right? yeah, for find sure. a mentor, right? Who is it in your life that you look up to in this area of your life when yeah. it comes to faith and, and go grab coffee with them yeah. and ask them to help you. You know, it's really that simple. So listen, um, it's the foundation. We got to get this right. Yeah. Before we build the rest of our lives, you know? So it's like, gosh, get the foundation in place. Uh, but listen, Ryan, thank you yeah, for sharing your story. There's so much more that you have in that story, which I know a little bit about. Um, but I'm glad we got to hear a little bit of it today. And uh, hey, man, um, excited for next week as we talk about F number two, which is family. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to our Men of Iron podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you go to menofiron.org. Or you can hit the subscribe button. You can ring the notification bell. That way you don't miss out on any future episodes. But again, thanks for checking out Men of Iron.